Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. Oh, hello. We're back. We're in the bunker for another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. An impromptu episode. We didn't plan this. Friday drop. And we've got Mike Sutherland and, and Jeff Neeson. Two famous names. Keith Sutherland, Leah Neeson. One saved the world. One beat up a bunch of Eastern Europeans to save his daughter. You know who they are. They're famous. We've got the boys from Another Take. They also have a podcast. It's called Another Take. We're both going to release this episode Friday. It's a swap cast. And we've got the host, the man, Duddy B. What's happening? You heard it here. This is another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy and another take, Swapcast. Swapcast. I had jumped into my airtight bubble car. I drove through the wasteland, passed all of the tumbleweeds, got to the bunker, climbed down the 100-foot ladder, took off my rubber glove, cavity checked myself. You know how it goes. Jumped in the pool of Purell, got out, walked through the total recall x-ray machine, put a thermometer in my mouth, 98.7. Then I held my breath for 30 seconds, so you know... I don't got it. That's right. No Rona for Duddy. I once again walked in, sneezed on a drifter, then shook his hand, and just walked right into the studio. No checks for me. Could be a carrying member. But I'm here in the bunker with you guys. Yeah. And we've got the boys from another yeah. take. This just happened out of nowhere. Yeah. This swap cast we're calling yeah. it, right? Don't worry about that drifter, though. I actually cavity checked him, too. You did? He's good. The He's drifter's good. good. He's good. Same God. drifter every day at the top of the bunker. He's trying to get in. <laughs> We'll let him in one day when it gets cold enough. All right. So, yeah, Duddy, set this up. Why do we have the boys from Another Take podcast in here today? What's going on? Well, I, I desperately need to finish one last verse for this Dirty Heads album. And, you know, studios and things are just are, are closed. And, and uh, so Mike was coming in to record the verse for me. And we figured if he's going to come down here all the way to the bunker and climb mm -hmm. down the hundred foot ladder and go through all that stuff, the Purell, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> we might as well just record a podcast as well. And we were thinking about, you know, here, let's you, you do ours. And then, um, you know, we'll do yours after. And we said, you know what, let's just do one at the same time and release it on both servers. Yep. Perfect. We had Sam Tripoli on several episodes ago and he's, way more professional at this than any of us and he told us about the swap cast yeah you record one show you guys both release it makes life easy so we're trying one here today awesome stuff and this actually leads us right into kind of the dirty heads news at the top because mike is has not only tour managed for the dirty heads but obviously you're here to record a verse with duddy what is your relationship right now how what, what's going on you and mike are in the bunker for more than just you doing a verse right are you doing the sound for the live streams as well? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. That's yeah. what I'm kind of getting into. They're both looking at me like, the fuck are you getting at, dude? What are we in a relationship? No, no, nothing. 
Yes, he's also recording, you know, doing the sound for the Dirty Heads live streams every other mm -hmm. Friday. So yeah. what's going on with that, dudes? How's it been? What's cracking? Uh, it's been awesome. Actually, the first one was, was so fun going back and just going back over some of those old songs we haven't played in 10 years, probably some of those tracks. So it was great to go back. And we're really excited about the next one, The Cabin by the Sea. Well, we're starting rehearsals on it, getting ready for it. And you know, still a couple bugs to work out. You know, we're getting it better. Uh, you know, I, th I think the last one we did was bet a lot better than the first one. And mm -hmm. uh, I think this next one's going to be better than the last. So. so every two weeks, and you can keep stepping up just the professionalism. And it, every, every other week is going to be a different album. You guys are going chronologically from the first album all the way up through the newest album, playing songs you haven't played forever. And, Okay, so we've talked a lot with Duddy about how these coronal times affect bands and everything, and you're mm -hmm. a tour manager, you're a sound guy. Mm -hmm. um, you were also doing sound on the Rome and Duddy tour, which got canceled, which is yep. how, this, how this is what led us to being in the bunker, Duddy and I, was the cancellation of the Roman Duddy tour. Yep. Duddy yep. has nothing to do with his life. I'm a barber. I don't have any work wow. right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Wait, Duddy. You are on news. stage. I know, I know Noah Barber that can cut my hair. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I have to rely you on my wife. Oh, and God. you know that Duddy has nothing in his life Apparently. besides music yeah, yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. very true and so we start doing the show in the bunker so how has it affected you i get i'm assuming the same way it's affected duddy but mm -hmm. you're not working at all right no except for the live streams yeah the the live stream stuff is kind of taken over um mm -hmm. there's with no shows my job ceases to exist there's really no reason for anyone to need a tour manager or yep. even a sound guy really it's kind of like a what do I do with myself, you know? Uh, yeah, like, a lot of the live I, streams have been just in people's, in their living rooms. In their rooms. living rooms, yeah. Or, or like, they've mixed it in a studio, and it's... And I, I started as a studio engineer primarily now. I, I do live work, but I did one... I, I mixed one song for Rome, you know, for Fresh Goods, like, the, mm -hmm. the music label. That's, and then I've been doing the live stream, and then our podcast, and, and managing two children, and that's it. <laughs> managing. Damn. Yeah. Like, yeah, if, if I'm tour managing anything, it's the children. And my wife's <laughs> actually doing that. So maybe I'm not doing that at all. Damn. And Duddy's yeah. got two children, too. Yeah. So he has much more going on <laughs> in the music as well. Yeah. yeah. But And so to your guys' podcast real quick, because we also have Jeff Neeson here. And yeah. what, real quickly, what's up with your guys' show? What's the deal? What's it about? What's what's the story? Uh, it's generally music related, but okay. we do have, we have athletes. We have... You name it, artists. Uh, we actually took about a year or two hiatus because Mike's been tour managing and had been on the road so much. I've been mm. on the road forever. Um, I play with a band called Brett Bollinger and the Bad Habits. Um, Brett's from Pepper. I do a lot of work with them in studio. We've both just been crazy, crazy busy. I was actually supposed to be in the Virgin Islands right now, but oh, with Brett that and that crushed. got canceled. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. So, both of us were just looking for anything to do. I feel like as an artist, when you can't tour, which is A, your main source of income, and B, your main creative outlet, it's like... If I take a deep breath and step back for too long, I'm going to have like a full on panic attack. So <laughs> I just yeah. like, I just it's, need to keep busy. And this podcast has been firing it back up. It's been so awesome. Thanks for having us too, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Our and it's, it's this, it sounds super similar to Duddy and I, you know, because when yeah. he's on the road, we're not sure how to do this podcast right. when he's on the mm -hmm. road. And um, so now that he's not, this is an avenue for us to be creative and talk mm -hmm. and at least, you know, hang out with friends. So we're super lucky all of us that we have a podcast it's like otherwise what would we be doing you know we'd have yeah. to start a podcast right now yeah which is what everyone <laughs> on earth is doing, doing it. yeah right right, right. Uh, yeah so all right well you guys are kind of in the same boat as us then because of the downtime 
let's fire up the podcast and dive Keep into busy. it. Keep busy, yeah. Yep, that's right. Hell yeah. Did you say we had some questions, Jake? Uh, we do. So yeah, let's get into the listener questions. Let me pull them up on my phone. Only two, but that's that's cool. That's we only okay. asked for them a little bit ago. We but We forgot to ask until about 10 minutes before ah, we started. Hey. Impromptu, everybody. Uh, Michael Yarno. Hey, he is alive. Oh, he's a legend. Yarno. Uh, question for Mike. Uh, being a tour manager, was there ever a show you thought was surely going to be canceled, but despite the reasons, the show still went on? That's actually a great fucking question. That is yeah. a really good question. <laughs> um... Let me think about that. There's, <clears throat> there have definitely been a few occasions where I wasn't sure. Well, geez. Uh, I wasn't sure it was going to happen. The one that I can't help but think of is this, this show um, that I did in South Florida for a promoter. And, and I'm going to refrain from saying the band's name for just, just out of respect. But the promoter put on the show, and it was the jankiest stage that I've ever seen. And the the safety of everyone involved was one of those things where it was like, okay, if we move forward with this show and someone gets hurt, I am responsible, ultimately. And that that comes to mind where it was like, I figured out, we figured four or five different ways to secure the stage so that there was no fear of being hurt. And the funniest thing about this is all of the worry that we had about the stage, the show still partially got didn't get canceled but we had to cut it short because it was outside and we were in south florida and the lightning mm-hmm. oh the lightning will always shut we'll, it down. we'll shut you down no matter what you have a metal structure and like you know a thousand people nearby and, and there's all like a 60 percent chance there will be lightning in florida, in so- in florida. every day yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's an, every time i've been there to see the dirty heads it's like it almost always rains every uh, they say it's just every day it's yeah. just it's, it just never ends good luck sometimes Florida. it's honestly for like two minutes two minutes and it'll just wham it'll just hit so hard and you're like holy shit this is never gonna stop and then two minutes Gone. later you're just like oh the sky's blue yeah and that's like that's probably the other than the dude the, the covid ones that we had yeah though those were where i was like uh days before like okay or what's the word for the last couple of days the yeah, last like, couple are we days we tonight? were on tour we are? Okay. And, and shows were happening they weren't happening they like one got canceled but we still had another one after that that didn't get canceled. and we were hearing about all of our oh, other friends yeah. bands getting, getting canceled, canceled and yeah i never thought about that so certain shows are falling off the map for you guys but there's ones yep. a little further in the future that haven't yet so you're like do we Continue? try to do but you yeah. kind of saw the writing on the wall nah these shows are going to be done. Yeah, we kind of knew it, but you know, we were we were out there until they told us it was just done, yeah. and then yep. you know, we got the calls like everything is done. Everything is done. So, so you guys pretty much clear right now. Do you have any? When's the next show? As far as I mean, knows? you know, we have the rescheduled festivals in October, which even then, which it's like yeah. I hope they go on. You know, we, yeah. oh, of course, but it's we'll like, see. But music we'll will see. probably be the last. As far thing as, as the summer up. goes, no, we don't have one show scheduled yeah. for the summer. Yeah, it's crazy. I've been looking at. Because I do Sublime with Rome uh, as like my main uh, client, the I've been looking at our grid that like shows schedule the, the schedules for upcoming shows, oh. and I see temporary, I see confirmed, I see you know pending, I see holds, and I'm just watching them beginning in March, just cancel, mm-hmm. cancel, and then some in July were still still confirmed. And then I'd check, you know, three or four days later, that one's canceled. canceled. And then three weeks later, there's another show, and you're like, 
Oh, that one's canceled too. Like Dude, it just, it's like you're it's like you're in the airport when you know there's weather and, yeah. you, and your your flight's still on the board, but you're watching them all turn. <laughs> you're like, red, bro, red, red. Am I gonna be the red. only flight that nope, no canceled? I'm canceled. in a taxi and I'm going home. This is damn. That's a good question. It. I do remember one show that I remember. I was just like, there's no way that we're actually gonna go out there and play the show, but we did, and it was this was a while back. Um, it was on the bottom of a mountain in like Vermont and it was like the Mountain Dew snowboard games or something. And it was like 10 degrees outside snowing <laughs> and it was an outdoor stage like on the bottom of the mountain. Like the snowboards were really coming down like around where the stage was and it wasn't like a huge, big, nice stage. It was, you, like, you could picture the stage. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was just, you know, your normal little setup for an outdoor show. like the show. Florida stage. Yeah. Tables. Yeah. They're standing it, it wasn't on fold-up tables. tables. It was a yeah. decent, yeah. but it wasn't, you know. But we the, the show went on and we went out there. I remember we all had, our pockets were just stuffed with uh, hand warmers. Oh, God. And it was like we would just squeeze them as hard as we could until we could kind of feel your fingers and then play and like just like smashing the strings oh, with like this frozen worst. club of a hand. Just uh, uh, holy You're shit! You're reminding man. me of something that happened at our local mountain, Bear, <laughs> Bear Mountain. This was you know ten years ago. I'm up there snowboarding and Big Mountain. I don't know if you guys remember the reggae I band. That. Ooh, baby, I yeah, love yeah. you. With yeah. <laughs> Wow. They, I'm at Bear Mountain. I'm snowboarding. It's dumping up there. It's freezing. And these dudes are on Honestly. the deck playing just roots reggae. Oh. Mm -hmm. Trench coats, gloves. The guitar player had gloves. He cut the fingers off so that he could hold. Just I can see the sunset in your eyes. Dumping <laughs> rain, dude. Oh, it's dude. like that's rough. Yeah, playing and guitar tumble. when it's cold is the is worst. I've played it like 15, close. 20. 20 degrees in Tahoe one time, and like I have this one part of this one song. I was playing guitar for filling in for Tomorrow's Bad Seeds, and I did this okay. shred guitar solo somewhere in the middle. I would no. not want to hear that thing back. No. You know oh, what I mean? Like, like the hammer ons oh, yeah. are just so slow and terrible. Totally done. And, I, yeah. I remember we were going out onto that show, and I was like, guys, only bar chords today. Uh, even that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah. all you're getting, dude. Yeah. No noodling going on out yeah. there. No. That's <laughs> funny. Straight bars. Funny thing about Snow, this, as for sound guys, it's actually. You can't, so the way that the faders on most digital consoles work, you actually have to use your fingertips because they sense the electricity coming off of your body for them to move. That way, if you like brush up against it and it's not your fingers, it doesn't move, right? That makes sense. Oh, so nice. you cannot wear gloves not in front of the house. <laughs> and, and I can't tell you how many times you're, you're out in the middle of nowhere and it's cold as fuck. And my, at the end of the show, my hands are just like... Done. They're done. You can't move them or anything. It's, no. It's, it's actually kind of crazy. What we're saying is that uh, musicians up there... They're heroes and they're brave, mm. right, Duddy? Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> we're bringing that back from yeah, last, last week. Last episode, uh, um, we—that was one of the words that Jake was just like. No more words. Everybody nowadays is a hero. Mm. Everybody's brave. Oh. <laughs> just at this point in time, we're fifty-fifty. Yeah. You're non-essential, or you're a frontline hero. There is simply no middle ground. We've got another question uh, from Jesse Rules. Jesse Z Rules. Jake. Uh, Jake once said his brain assigns colors to words and sounds. How does everyone else's brain register slash file things? I don't get colors. My brain works in lines and squiggles, assigns to sounds and words. 
I think we were talking about music one day, and I said like when I hear like you know when I hear certain music, it's a color in my brain. Yeah, that's certain Jared, bands are blue, same. and yeah, Jared does that same thing. So I think that's what she's saying. Like, do you guys when you hear music, do you do you see a color that associates? She said she sees lines. I don't even or you know you might not Ooh, see that's... anything like that, but yeah. I'm colorblind for starters. Uh, <laughs> I see gray, no matter what I, what I hear. Yeah, I can't see red or green. So uh, I don't know. And you're wearing I think black I just, and gray. Is that oh, because yeah. you're just like, fuck it, I'm it's not. It's safe. Yeah, yeah okay, sometimes my go. wife will just stop me before I leave the house. and be like, no, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no salmon. Uh, no, Back in there. Uh, I think I'm just such a music nerd that I'm listening more. I'm like, oh, harmonies, and where are those horns sitting, and where's the blah, blah. Like, I don't see mm -hmm. any specific color. I think I'm just more listening to mixes all the time. Yeah. I see the instruments. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, like if I'm listening, um, just if I'm listening specifically to a drums, I hear, I see the drums. Mm -hmm. And then if I'll listen to the guitars, I'll see the guitars. Like the, the, the actual see the fingers, the fingers the moving. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But singers, I don't actually notice the singer. That might, that's kind of weird, actually, now that I think about it. How about I you, focus Daddy? in on drummers a lot. Drummers and bass play. Like, I always find yeah. myself r running along with the drums and bass and music. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, but everyone picks out the little instruments really that they concentrate on. There's a term for that, right? W when you see colors and from sound? I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure there is. We, I wish I could look it I'm up. I'm sure there is. Yeah, because it's probably a, it's a pretty common thing. I just saw it in, like, Rolling Stone or something. Billy Eilish. There's an actual word for it, and it's like yeah. a very sciencey word, but they like associate words and everything with different colors and patterns, and yeah, it's like just everything. how we associate. Yeah, like, not even just music; like you can just it's see everything. Yeah. I definitely like patterns for sure. I, I I'll see patterns, but not colors. What, like argyle or, or yeah, like, I, don't, I, was thinking in my head. I don't know. Like, <laughs> the little anchor a bunch of times, like on pants. No, not like no, that I'm type just of kidding. pattern. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no! Yeah, what type of pattern then? Now I, I'm interested. What's I don't that? know, like almost like graphed out, like you know, uh, yeah. ladders or something. Yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> Ooh, you know, synesthesia. Synesthesia, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Where you see associating sounds with colors. Synesthesia. Oh, well, I better start a 5K for us. There nice. you go. Yeah, raise some awareness. He's <laughs> <laughs> <Right? laughs> a hero. Yeah. Well, thank you. And, I'm, and I like so to think brave. that I'm brave. Thank You're you brave. very much. Oh, for you fuck's sake, dude. Listener questions. There was really only two. Um, we, we, you know, like I said, this episode kind of came out of nowhere, so we didn't have a lot of time to put it out there, but great questions. And uh, that will bring us to my absolute favorite thing ever now. It's time for a conspiracy query. Duddy, explain what this is. This isn't, I didn't come up with this. This is yours. I, it's not mine. Okay. I just heard this. And I'm wondering if you guys believe in this thing, okay? This isn't a, this isn't a theory. This is a query. This See, is a conspiracy query. You're not saying, I theorize that. You're saying, I heard this. I heard this. What do you think? Do you, and I'm just wondering, do you believe in conspiracy queries? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is what we heard, that this is the first phase of the... Uh, corona. Corona is Corona the is the first phase of, like... You know, robots taking over, like electronics, computers taking over the world, right? They get us all inside. They separate us. No more human contact. Everyone get on your uh, electronics. We're going to put out all these new uh, things for you to watch and play and do on your electronics. First phase, robots taking over the earth. Yes. This is. This is first phase. That I'm not a, saying that. I know you're not. Well, yeah. How dare? <laughs> wait, Duddy. It sounded like you said it, though. Is this your theory? I spoke it. Okay. Yes. But I. But just okay. because I heard it, and ah. I'm wondering, 
do you believe in the robots taking over the earth? <laughs> I do believe in robots potentially taking over the earth. It seems logical, but I like this too. And I heard like Joe Rogan said this on, on a recent show of his, and he just, I think said that he heard it somewhere. So I, I don't know. He didn't source it, but it, it's a cool thought. And it actually, you can make it make sense pretty easily. We are yeah. separating each other for the most part. Um, you know, people are wearing masks. So identity, you know, individual identities becoming less, who cares? You have a mask mm -hmm. on when you're in stores. Yep. You're not seeing yep. anyone anyway. Uh, people don't want to get near each other. Ooh, gross. Humans are gross. But we're just absolutely obsessed with our electronics at this point because it's allowing us to listen to this show. It's allowing us to listen to another take and watch the Dirty Heads live stream. Could it be? What do you guys think? Mm. Um, I think that's partially, partially true. I don't think the computer, well, so the, the idea though, hold on, just so I'm clear. Yeah. The computer is responsible. It's, that's what you're, that's not what you're saying, but that's what someone's saying. That, yes, yes I don't think this is like, you this know, the, the government is having the robots take over. I think it's the robots, the robots are, are taking over. The robots over. created this virus, Ooh. I suppose. Mm. Again, Daddy and I do little to no research I, have, I literally heard this yeah five minutes before this episode uh -huh. asked no questions about it did okay. not dig but that's Good. why we put it What's out your to you I, I don't i don't buy it and first no. off because of the mask part because my phone doesn't even recognize my face when my mask is on so how they Oh, yeah, wow. Did you find yeah. a nice little nugget? Because that's yeah, true. Because wow. my little face recognition every time I'm yeah. like, God damn it. If anything, it's See, helping us defend ourselves. My face recognition wow. broke wow. like a year ago. I have had, I've had to use a passcode. So I wouldn't have You're used that. to it then. Well, may, I mean, maybe the robots weren't expecting humans to be like, put masks on. <laughs> Those they're dumb like, robots. They're yeah. like, oh, the robots actually going, did it. Oh, stupid yeah. humans will never know to put a mask on. Oh, I can just imagine how pissed off the fucking robots. Oh. Oh my God. Just how could they outcompute me? <laughs> I, you, how I, did they not this, see this? Doesn't this counteract? It, it counteracts other conspiracy theories where people think that you have to be, where, where people are putting cameras everywhere to track your movements because now they can't track your face anymore. Holy shit. It backfired on the dumb on the, robots. On, yeah. Oh, oh you <laughs> dummies. Oh, Why would I program myself to feel sad? Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. A little digital tear. Oh, oh digi tears oh. just malfunction. Well, fuck, and thank so, God we brought that dude, one up because you yeah. found a nice little nugget of loopholeness, mm -hmm. and now we get to make fun of those dumb robots. Stupid robots. Oh, my God. They think they're so smart. Dude, they do. We know everything. Oh, screw me in my bolt hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Duddy just burned the entire... Fuck you, robots. <laughs> Who knew, dude? A piece of paper over your mouth and done, Bung. dude. Robot dude. revolution Debunked. over with. Dude, that just took a shit on the entire Terminator franchise. Worse than the last <laughs> movie they put out. Oh, oh wow. for piss sake. Are we saying things on the show? All right, Duddy, do you think that... Are we good with this one? You want to wrap it up? Yeah, I'm just wondering, do you believe in the robots taking over the earth? <laughs> dude, I used to. Not anymore. Mm-mm. Not with the old face masks. Fucking All right, robots. that was a fucking awesome one. That was good. Thank God for that segment. Thank yeah. Robot God for that. And then um, let's <laughs> get welcome. right into such a flowery, positive part of the show. Let's get into our tip of the day. And Mike, you have a tip for us, I believe, today, right? Something for the listeners to feel good. Yeah, to help you feel good in the morning. You got it. Uh, when I wake up recently, um, I used to be the habitual 
look at your phone first thing in the morning, like not even get out of bed and you're looking at your phone. So I've replaced that exercise with just getting up, opening the blinds and looking at the sun. My, my room faces uh, wet or east. So when I wake up, the sun is rising and I just sit there and I bathe in the sunlight and it keeps me away from my phone for a solid 25, 30 minutes at the, at the least, sometimes longer. And uh, I saw my screen time actually went down last week mm-hmm. for the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that has helped me feel much better and has Damn, helped me feel I good. I love that. That's such an easy one. I'm going really to start that tomorrow for sure because I'm, I'm not, I can't fucking lie. I wake up. And within a minute or two, I've got I, I straight just to it over just to see, OK, who's texted me? What's mm-hmm. you know, what's going on? And, you know, I'm not like immediately going into social media mode, but I'm immediately into like responding mm-hmm. and, you know, doing looking at emails and all that. And it's like, I should not do that. No. fucking right away. No, it, it helps me clear my head. And, and like even when my kids wake me up early and the sun's not up, I'll just avoid it and then when the sun because my kids get up fucking early when the sun does get up i'll i'll take the kids over and be like all right guys let's just hang out check out the sunrise you know like and it just helps me out immediately keep them off the cartoons for an extra whatever minute oh yeah that's a great one i love that and i bet that that helps the kids too and then at the end of the day if the kids are feeling better, they're yeah. going to be nicer the rest of the day, and that's going to make you feel better, Much and then better. you're going to be nice to your wife, and then everyone in your house is going to be happy, and that probably oh, feels good. Oh, oh landed it. Oh, I warned you guys about the segue, and then you saw yeah. it, and you had to deal with it. That was a good one. <laughs> Thanks, a fast-moving river. I didn't know where I was going. I just closed my eyes and let it take me. Well, yeah. Don't stop. Oh. <laughs> Well, speaking of feeling good on this podcast, we do have some sponsors that make us feel great. And one of those sponsors is Koi. Koi CBD is an amazing company and amazing product. I use it every single day. You guys know the routine. I got this big old bottle, 1500 milligram Mm -hmm. with a spray capper on it. I wake up and just like 10 of them under my tongue. I hold it there for 20 seconds. And then right after 20 seconds, when that goes down, I chase it with my thousand milligram inhaler what's your favorite dinosaur sound this one what's a drone sound like hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's right koi cbd amazing product amazing company and right now they're doing something super cool they have hand sanitizer and every ounce of hand sanitizer they sell they are matching that amount and passing it out to first responders and hospitals all through southern california that's right you heard it here, KoiCBD.com. Put in code DuddyB at checkout. You get 20% off. Yeah, and also Onnit, another amazing company. That's Onnit with two N's, O-N-N-I-T.com. Uh, this company has so many amazing products. Uh, whatever you're into, whatever you're looking for, they got it for sure. If you're working out and you need protein, if you need any sort of supplements, they got it. Uh, me personally, I love the Alpha Brain. I take it every day. Uh, I've been taking it for like seven months now, and I definitely tell a difference in just my sharpness and my memory. And also, I love right now the new mood. Uh, I take it in the afternoon about five. It's not a sleeping pill. It doesn't put you to sleep, but it does relax you at the end of the day. And then when I do fall asleep, I sleep like a little baby all through the night. <laughs> so go to onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash Duddy. You're going to get 10% off your order. Get on it. You heard it here, people. Damn. Nicely done. You heard it here, people. <laughs> oh, just the exhaustion. Oh, just, oh, <laughs> good Lord. 
All right, so this is a swap cast, right? And so we want to kind of involve some segments that the boys from Another Take would do on their show. Their show is kind of music driven. So we're going to hand it over to Jeff and Mike and um, let you guys kind of do the question asking of Duddy and I for a hot second here. Cool. Take okay. it away, fellas. So one of the questions we ask pretty much all of our guests is what was the very first album that you remember purchasing with your own money? And what's the story behind that? And how did it influence you? Duddy, you want to take it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've actually talked about this on one of our, our songs, Believe, and it's like, I I'm, can't, uh, never quite forget the first tape you bought. Mine was Naughty by Nature back when OPP was hot. And I remember uh, getting that cassette. I remember being in, and I, I think it was Sam Goody. Yep. Was that over there by that, uh, by like the Philly cheesesteak place, right? Sam Goody. That was that one, right? Yes, it was Ma the By Manja Manja and shit. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. These are all local spots. People yeah. are like, Manja, well, fuck it. Well, yes. I'm just making sure because I'm like, I remember going in there and like it was on the, like, the shelf. I was looking at all the, mm -hmm. and I remember I, I just, I, I fucking bought the cassette and listened to it. And I remember I was at that age where you're very like, trying to be cool and like you don't know where who you are yet really i was young i don't even know 12 or 13 maybe yeah, i'm trying to like place the time even i mean younger. but i remember you listening to the like shit 11, out of this maybe. tape like 11 you had to know. be yeah um hold on was younger it the cassette? than that dude you're i'm talking duddy's like it was like the eight. cassette it was the yeah. cassette yeah cassette, cassette tape duddy's like Not eight years old i think i dude, think I'm it was like in the 90s like I think that album came out like early, like 92, 93. So I think I was like 11 years okay. old or something okay. like that. And uh, and, I, and I remember I just loved it. It was just like hip hop. And I hadn't really heard much like that. And like, I remember at that time, I thought it was super cool because they like cursed. And Naughty by Nature was one of the and first like, mainstream like, hip hop yeah. things that, that was was street level. Yeah, like was everything was a little more, hey, mama, hip, 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 yeah. baby, boo. And then all of a sudden they're like saying real shit. Yeah. And their music video, they looked kind of gnarly. Remember? They yep. had dope yep. jackets on. It looked cold yep. there in New York. And like, yeah, what's so, the So, yeah, I remember that. And then, yep. um, I mean, definitely, I was into, you know, bits of hip hop before that but it was probably like mostly like MC Hammer and Vanilla yep. Ice and mm. you know whatever and Our then first like concert. yeah my first concert was MC, MC Hammer. Hammer that's fucking right yep. but like about 11 years old or whatever I bought that cassette and I don't even remember exactly why I bought that cassette, but maybe because I heard OPP. OPP. It was probably on like MTV Jams or yeah. something or Power on the what was that the at nine o'clock at night on Power? What was that called? The, high five, high at five at nine. High five at nine. I probably heard it on there or something when I was in there. I was like, oh, that's that song. And I bought it. And I remember I was just like, I played the fuck out of that tape. Dude, so <laughs> you just tapped on something too. Yeah. Because Duddy and I are, dude, I'm 40 years old. And Duddy's 38. You got to be. You're only 30. two years behind me. So young Duddy and, and I, we're from an era where there was absolutely no internet. If you heard a song on the radio or were lucky enough that they had a video that was on MTV or whatever, you had to then wait around until the radio would play that song again. And Duddy and I, I remember we had a tape player and you'd sit there and be, you'd hear the first few bars of that song that you love. And you're like, oh shit, we'd run over, boom, and, and hit record. Slam, dude. That was the only way you would get a copy of that song until mm -hmm. you were able to buy the album. And if you're a kid, you can't just go buy every album you want. Yep. So, and the high five at nine on our local like hip hop station, Power 106, that was the thing. You're like, well, we know that OPP is going to be number one on the high five at yeah. nine. It's the dopest song out. So you'd sit there and wait with the recorder ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm glad that we came from that. That's a cool ass question too, because it brings us back to that yeah. time. I remember yeah. Duddy listening to that song over and over and he loved it. And yeah. you know, we, 
Yep, and we, we graduated from kind of the fun hip-hop in, into the like more East Coast and grimy hip-hop. That was the first shift that went over to East Coast because I feel like there was Naughty by Nature, and then, um, that, and then there was a, oh, God, oh, my God, like Tribe Called Quest Tribe, would yeah. come out after that, and then Wu-Tang slowly Wu -Tang. follows, and, and then hip-hop shifts back to the, you know, it, it goes back and forth west to, to east and west. I don't know. Hip-hop now just seems like a thing, right? There is no more west and east. I'm not sure. I'm out of it now. Uh, I don't think it's as much. It. I, I think it still is semi-segregated. Well, not yeah, segregated, but, but like uh, se separate. The sound is very different yeah, on each like, coast. Yeah, you can, you can people definitely identify with like Houston hip-hop. Like that South, yeah. like the dirty South yes, hip hop is definitely true. a thing. When I remember when that came you know, out, so, like Jones yeah. and shit. And I, I don't think it's as identifiable, especially with like trap beats. It mm -hmm. seems like every pop song now has a trap beat. Well, right? that, yeah, I mean, there, a lot of and hip hop it, is now like pop. Pop, yeah. So, so it's just kind of just making hits. Make, yeah, 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 wham, dude, yeah. hit machine. Yeah. Dude, we came from a real cool era with that, where there yeah. was actually an actual diverse. gnarly beef. Yeah. And a wild difference between the two coasts of like you could tell immediately. Oh, immediately, and it would be like everyone's loving West Coast right now, and then it would shift over to Nah, that's the old shit. East Coast now, all that stuff's loved and almost thought of on the same plane. But yeah. did you guys watch? I remember that? feeling that divide. Have you watched that Netflix show um, on the history of hip hop? I can't think of the name of it right now. I can't. I, I've seen the thing, but I haven't it's watched it. It's fucking awesome. Does it go into depth? It goes huh? real deep. It goes back to the '70s when like dudes in New York were just DJs literally mm -hmm. and they come up with their own beats and and make like actually mixes on the fly and and like that was the sound of, of that era and how hip-hop began if yeah. you haven't done that like or haven't watched it it's definitely worth a worth a, uh, a dive i can't think i think they have like three seasons out i watched the first two evolution what? of hip-hop Evo evolution yeah, of hip -hop. it's called That's that it. oh, okay Dude, yeah yeah I, and, it's and awesome. i'm so glad i haven't now because i'm like i have a whole show to watch now yeah yeah no it's it's really good and it goes, awesome. it goes really far back. And then they kind of talk about the West Coast and the East Coast and how, like, in the early 90s. And then it really, for me, it took, like, okay, this is why Dr. Dre was so prolific. This is why, you know, the West Coast hip-hop, when it came out, it was like, what the fuck is this? Because the New York hip-hop was, like, the establishment, and West Coast was, like, this other beast that kind of came out of, you know, yeah. the the origin but anyway folks, they both needed each other you know without yeah, the competition yeah. like oh, yeah. you had to it's one like, up everyone as a the result, beatles everyone got they to made each other and the beach boys yeah yep yeah that's what i was saying too beatles and beach boys beatles like, and the beach boys yeah they almost needed each other to keep one upping yeah and we all got to benefit they yeah. were batman sure. and the yeah. joker man just they fucking need each other they do totally. what was, going. What was your batman? first album my first album that i ever bought um was was uh, oh my god, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Siamese Dream. Mm -hmm. That was, yeah. I remember the first album that I asked for, like for a gift, and that was Bad Religion Recipe for Hate. And I always Ooh. thought that this was hilarious because my grandma bought it for me. <laughs> so I, I remember when I got it, I unwrapped it. It's like from grandma. It was, it and it's Christmas, bad, religion, huh? bad Religion Recipe for Hate. Yeah, my Jewish grandmother, because Duddy and I, um, uh, although our family was like Jewish, our immediate family, my mom and our parents weren't super religious. So we would celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah, mm -hmm. but a lot of our family is just straight up Jewish. So my Jewish grandmother like walked into a Sam Goody probably, which yeah. was the record store back oh then. My God. <laughs> I would like bad religion recipe for hate. And she bought that for me for oh, Christmas. Man. So that's amazing. But the first album I ever walked into Sam Goody with, and I had a gift certificate mm -hmm. and I bought 
Siamese dream, Smashing Pumpkins. And I love that to this day. And that's affected me because that's the first like breathy singer Mm -hmm. that I ever heard. You know, it sounds like he's fucking whispering. (laughs) I love that shit to this day. Half the bands I listen to are whispering their lyrics. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I still love that type of thing. Like the Sonic Youth and just that. So that affected me big time because I remember hearing his voice and that first song, uh, let me out. I don't know the name of the song, but that's the lyrics. And I just remember going, like, what's this sound? I didn't oh, know you could right. whisper, sing. And I, I loved it from Dude, from speaking day one. of Smashing Pumpkins, is this just a fucking impromptu? Do, do you believe in conspiracy queries? <laughs> is there a quick... <laughs> oh, oh, are you like, you like the young boy in Small Wonder yes. or some bullshit oh, like that? I was Pe- going to go a different way with it. Oh, oh, what? Do you know another I, one about uh, him? Corgan? Yeah, he like... I hope this is true. I really, really do. But he believes hey, that there just are lizard query. people that walk among us. Oh, oh lizard people. Oh. Reptilian. Yeah. You've heard this, that's right? A thing. Uh, he's not alone, man. Yeah, he is not thing. alone. That is like a, that's a full thing. That's a query. Oh. Yeah, what they they say like George Bush or the Bushes are reptilians. The Clintons, yeah, Clintons are reptilians, are right? live among us. Yes. That, that's like that movie uh, um, with the Obey stuff. What's that movie from the 80s with Rowdy Rowdy Piper? And you know oh, the movie? Yeah, they yeah. Live. It's called They, they live. live. Yeah. I love that. I like, look, dude, Duddy and I, you know I've famously made fun of Bigfoot. I always bring it up and attach famously to it, even though only seven mm. people saw the clip. I famously make fun of Bigfoot and all, and people who say they see aliens. I want it all to be true, and I love it, and I love this. So what's Billy, so the, the lizard people one I love, because so many people believe it. Yeah, that's all I know. I, my buddy sent me the article with, like, the, the laughing face underneath mm-hmm. and I read it, and teach like firmly believes that there are lizard or yeah. reptilian people that are, yeah. that are living among us. I think it has something to As do with Illuminati stuff, it's, right? Like Jay-Z believes in that. A lot of... This, yeah. That's, but isn't surprised. Jay-Z part of the Illuminati? I don't know. Is that... <laughs> uh, we're just... Now we're just <laughs> saying you things. believe that yeah. Jay-Z is Illuminati? <laughs> I hope it's all just one big joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or I hope everyone just rips off their head and their lizards and I'll be like, yeah. sweet, oh, can we put them back on? Oh, can we dude. just keep... Oh, dude. Yeah, that was an impromptu. Do you believe... What's... Finish it up for us, Doug. I just yeah. said it. Do you believe that Jesus is an Illuminati and there's lizard people walking around? <laughs> I just wanted you to say it again, dude. Oh, shit. Oh. So, all right. Cool. First albums led into some fun shit. Who knew, who yeah. thought it would lead to lizard people but yeah. Billy Corgan? See? Told you. Just, you just have no idea where you're going to go with it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. That's what made me think. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's uh, funny because you said that oh, about the recipe for hate. Because honestly, to this day, whenever I hear that Bad Religion recipe for hate album, it reminds me of fucking Christmas. Yeah. That's hilarious that Bad Religion reminds you of Christmas. It does because I remember <laughs> you got that. And I remember we listened exactly to, the, we listened to the shit out of that fucking. Oh, that was, I dude. think. Was that cassette? That was CD. That was a CD. That yes. was CD. CD. And I believe the. I, I feel like when I bought Siamese Dream, I feel like that was CD as well. You know, so my I remember my first things being I think I got it CDs, but real quick too, the way I found out about Bad Religion as a band, mm-hmm. Duddy and I were, played baseball when we were younger, and I was playing. Uh, I was just taking some fly balls in outfield for practice, wearing my shorts. It was practice. It was the summer. I dove for a fly ball, got stung by a bee, and I remember I was like, oh, you know, I got up. There's a bee hanging out of my knee. I just remember this day. And I wiped the bee off, and there's a cassette tape sitting on the ground. It was Bad Religion Generator. No way. So that was the first thing I ever heard from Bad Religion. And I picked it up because the tape was in there, and I'm like, 
I got a tape player. I remember I put it in dad's Do you truck. Think it was the bees cassette. It was the bees cassette, dude. I can't, and I killed the bee. You just killed him. And I killed the, the bee. This was my first robbery. Uh, Robber bee is what it was. Uh, I dove, I killed a bee, but the bee stung me. So I think that's fair and square. And then yeah. I took his bad religion generator tape, popped it into dad's truck on the way home. And you were yeah. in the truck too. Yeah. And I remember being like, whoa, what the fuck is this music? Yeah. You know, it's like so fast. And that's why I bought recipe for hate. Yeah. Cause I'm like, yeah. I like punk now, you know? Okay. Should we take this in and we got lizard people. I killed a bee and stole his tape. We got to steal your guys' bit, dude. We're asking everybody their first album from now on. Dude. We ask it. It we'll call it the fun. Another Take first yeah, CD. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah. We're also wondering, uh, so obviously, Duddy, you and I did the, the Roman Duddy tour together. And um, one of my favorite parts of that show every night was hearing you tell stories, both of you. Because, um, one, it was things that I didn't know. And, and for, for context, you guys would do like 30 minutes each. And then you do another third. Well, you do thirty minutes, and you talk about the songs that you were gonna um, play. Yeah. In a way that you don't normally, you know, hear or the or in an experience you don't get at a normal like Dirty Heads concert. Um, and you mentioned that you and Rome got together from or had the idea from a tour bus. Is that right? Like, how did you guys come up with the idea of, of working together? Well, obviously, we've been friends for a long time, and we've worked with each other quite a bit, toured with each other many times, and. Um, you know, something I've always kind of wanted to do was like a solo acoustic album because mm -hmm. I write songs all the time that just they're not f for the dirty heads, you know. Right, right, and right. I'll show it to them, and the guys will be like, Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. you know, this is great, yeah, you're a pussy. Um, you should do that with them. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, you know, I have this other side I really like to write, um, and I've always just in the back of my head been like, Oh, one day I'll put out like a, a solo acoustic album with all these songs that I've written that I've never released. And Cheese, our manager, you know, we've we've talked about it many times. And and then same with Rome. Rome also likes to do his solo album. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you know, we got together and we just started kind of rapping out about the idea of going out and doing an acoustic tour, but not playing together. Just he do his set, I do right. mine, and we just go do like some shows. But then we got together and just for fun, we were like, oh, well, we should like learn a cover or something to play together, like at the very end of the set. And we did that van morrison cover stone me mm -hmm. and we put it out and everyone just loved it so much and we had so much fun just recording it we were like well let's just do a few more of these and then it just kind of kept snowballing into like well let's not even do a solo thing let's just let's like, just do, do an it. album together so that was the whole plan um obviously this corona quarantine has really put a put a halt to that but we were <laughs> planning on right when we got home from that tour we were planning on getting in the studio and knocking out like a you know a full album right it was a really fun tour. Like from from my advantage, my vantage point, I thought that the way you guys interacted with the crowd and mm. the feedback that you got from the crowd every night, I didn't know what to expect going into Me it. Me neither. It was terrifying sometimes. Was it? Well, like I've never I've never been where like like that big of a crowd, like full setup, stage, right, right. lights, and everything, and then it's just you, you. and the acoustic. So it's just you, know? you. You didn't have a backing band or anything. No, nothing. No. And so you, it was like. Your set, his set. Someone did a set. Someone did a set, and then you did a set together. together. And we closed out and played. But you guys like, were both just solo when you were doing mm -hmm. by yourselves. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can yeah. see when you're used to having a full band behind you. And yeah, yeah. And I've done like a, up there basically. Mm -hmm. with I've done acoustic <laughs> things before, but for like you know 50 people, you know, right. dispensary yeah. things or just like whatever it was. Like I've done acoustic things before, but that's just different when you're like some of these were like theaters, you know, and there was 
quite a bit of people there, and then you're like, fuck, the lights all dimmed down, and you're like, just me and yeah. an acoustic. Hello. And, and it, it was like, <laughs> it was also very, like, people were seated. Oh, seated and, and dead silent. It's dead silent. It was like, a, it, it was unlike anything I'd ever done. It was like going to a theater almost, mm-hmm. where you're just like, if someone was talking, people would turn their heads like, hey, motherfucker, shut up. Like, there's, I think I counted two times where someone actively was asked to be quiet by an usher or um, a member of security because peop- they could tell, like, people were yeah. complaining. They were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, shut up. Like, That's... we're trying to listen to, to Duddy and, and Rome talk and sing. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a really cool show. I mean, I when we were singing and playing the songs, especially, you know, like, if I would play, like, a popular Dirty Head song or something, they would know. Like, they, they were, they'd be sing. dancing around and singing, yeah, yeah. and it was great. But in between, like, you know, Mike was saying is, like, it was, it was, 50-50 with storytelling and mm-hmm. and the song. So when we were telling the stories and talking, yeah, like most of the people were, they really wanted to they hear the hear, story. Hear the story. You know? Yeah, it was really cool. And then you'd get like, you know, which is always, an, and it, it happens. It's not like it's a big deal, but you got someone who maybe had a few too many drinks yeah. and they're, it's their, I get it, man. It's their fucking night out and they're, and they're, they mm-hmm. got a babysitter for the kids and they were going to a concert and they rolled in and it's like, oh, it's like quiet time concert. Like I was ready to roast you. Know? You get oh. the fucking to play a song. <laughs> yeah. like, I will. Let me finish my story <laughs> oh one of those yeah dude we're like hey and you don't want to boot anyone yeah, out it's yeah, not that yeah. dude you know what i love though is that obviously you guys did a good job of presenting to to everybody what they were in store for so people came going like this is a campfire mm-hmm. scenario we're yeah. getting yeah. to sit here with roman duddy and hang out yeah. Yeah. like as if they were at their house writing these songs and and i that is a fucking special thing that's so yeah. different from how they've ever totally. seen the dirty heads mm-hmm. or you so they've seen us play they've heard those songs live mm-hmm. they've heard them they with the full band they've heard them us do like the full band acoustic they've heard that you know so it's like okay so yes they're gonna hear me now play it just stripped down solo by myself but it's like okay what can you do mm-hmm. to make it special let's explain to them the story behind the songs the band and what it means and you know i think people really dug that you know yeah it is and you guys will obviously do that again when this fires up and that reminds me of a moment so i'll quickly uh talk about because it can almost be more powerful sometimes when it's just a person and an acoustic totally it's so (laughs) intimate right so i was at Weenie Roast is a huge local show that K-Rock, our big local station, puts on every year. Dirty Heads have played it multiple times. It's in the summer. It's at like a 14,000, 15,000-person outdoor uh, arena down here in Orange County. One year, I went to Weenie Roast, and there was all these bands performing. K-Rock always has a secret artist. It's like, you know, second or third from the headlining artist. They'll put like an act. We've got a secret act. You guys don't know who it'll be. Well, I had just got done watching Rob Zombie play in a huge band, sounds big, kicked fucking ass. The sun is now going down, and they're all, here's the secret act. And, and how it works at, the, at uh, Irvine Meadows where this is, is the stage spins around. And then you know the act you were just watching spins into the background, and the stage reveals the next act. Well, the stage spins around, and it is, it is, it is just Dave Grohl standing in the middle of the stage and then he walks forward picks up an acoustic puts it on no chair nothing he stands there and plays foo fighter songs plays like six foo fighter songs and i dude it was just him it was absolutely the biggest moment of the night i had goosebumps and chills which i actually did and that never happens to me the sun was going down and i remember watching going that is a dude holding a plank of wood standing on that and there's 15,000 people singing every single word Mm -hmm. 
He stole the night, dude, and it was a guy and a guitar. That's Nothing awesome. else. Yeah. So it is a pretty special thing, and everybody totally. should just, obviously, everybody go yeah, back and see cool. that when it's available again. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was <laughs> a rad moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the cool things, too, about that tour, I think we've talked about it on this uh, show before, but, like, the backstage was wild. Because you got to think, like, normally oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you've got, like, say, four bands. Okay, yeah. so just with the band members alone in four bands, you let's say you maybe have close to 20 people, and then each of those bands has crews. Who knows? Let's just say on your average, like, let's on our summer tour, what was it, Jake? We had 100 people yeah, touring like with us. We had 98 people on We had 98 people on the tour with us. This Roman Duddy tour, we, we, was, we all just shared one crew, and, and there was no backline. It was acoustic guitars. Was not, our whole entire tour was eight people. Yeah, it was awesome. And then, like, For me, yeah. it was so awesome. In the daytime, too, like right when we get to the venue and like the crew would go to like, you know, they got work to do right when we get there. That leaves three of us. Yeah. Me, Rome, and wow. Micah. It was it. We each had our own dressing room. We'd be like, yeah. what are you doing over there? I'm yeah. lonely. Like, oh. <laughs> it was that crazy. Does sound, it was ghost that town. That sounds nice. I mean, you go in the, there was multiple times I would go into that backstage and I would be the only fucking person in the mm -hmm. entire backstage mm -hmm. and then you really know if someone doesn't belong there is there, like, who, who the, the fuck, fuck are you yeah, what? oh yeah <laughs> there's only seven of us dude and you're not one of them who are you <laughs> that was that was a fun tour for for me because it was like equally challenging and relaxing if that makes sense because i worked pretty hard i don't normally set up my own audio console i don't normally um, oh, take care of the whole stage. Thing. Oh yeah, I brought I brought a desk and I brought wedges and 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 then on top of it, I'm a tour manager with Sublime with Rome on our summer tours. If I'm carrying audio, and I'm not just using what's at the venue, I have a guy to set up my front of house. I have a monitor engineer and a monitor tech to set up monitors and all of that and all the mics and everything. I have all my backline techs, and I also have a road manager who takes care of hospitality and everything. So like three jobs that I normally don't have to do, I had to do on the tour, but it was somehow still really relaxing because the vibe of the tour, just having eight people, it was just mm -hmm. like, it was super fun. It, you was, know? it was fucking awesome. And it, was, it was very relaxing. And once we got in a rhythm, too, I think that's the part that killed the most about the <sighs> end of it, was everyone was in a rhythm, everyone felt really good, everyone was happy and enjoying themselves, and then it was just like, and it's gone. Totally. <laughs> like, and see you later. And that's another cool thing, too, that maybe not everyone would know if they've... I've only been on tours as, like, I, my band was opener for some big tours, but I've mm -hmm. mainly been, like, a fly on the wall for Duddy's mm -hmm. touring across the nation, so that's how I've seen big tours from behind the scenes. Um, and it is funny how the first good week, maybe even a little longer mm -hmm. than a week of a tour, it's a lot of franticness backstage. Mm -hmm. Like, people are figuring out their role, and there's mm -hmm. so much to do every day, and, and it becomes a rinse and repeat of what you have to do every day, but the venue changes. Mm -hmm. The layout changes. So the first seven or eight shows of a tour, yeah, people are, like, hustling and looking down, and then you're right. Like, about, you know, a few weeks in, everyone knows their job. Everyone mm -hmm. knows who's who. You become comfortable. There's inside jokes, and then the tour's just sailing. Yeah. And then by the end of it, you're, like, hugging everybody. Mm -hmm. Oh! Yeah. yeah, I don't. It's gonna mm -hmm. suck not seeing you. Yeah. So you Don't guys worry. got right into that pocket where you're like, we're kicking fucking ass, and then mm -hmm. Rona comes in and just says, nope. "Wap." Yeah, the computer. Get out of here. Damn yeah. robots. Fucking fucking robots. <laughs> Goddamn stupid dumb robots. Though, dude. <laughs> it's just a mask over the face, and you have nothing at that. You have the thumbprint. Fuck. 
g- put on a glove, which we're supposed to do anyway for oh, Rona. So you dumb idiot. How did you not calculate? That's like three steps from your plan. Ooh. You're like, we do this and everyone's indoors <laughs> and then you're spitballing and one of the robots has like a, he's writing on the board. Some of the robots aren't paying attention like everywhere. And then someone would raise their <laughs> hand and go, but won't people probably put something over their face? And that's like, you should get there in three to seven minutes of mm-hmm. robot chatting about this and just calculating mm. some dumb robots out there. I thought they were all smart. <laughs> the next wave of robots will get us. Uh, These ones are learning and they're, they're dumb. They're upgrading their hard drives. Mm, they're so stupid. <laughs> oh, shit. But anyway, so this leads us perfectly. You guys had the crazy tour. You started sailing. Rona said no more. This brings us into a, a segment that we do on our show that I know you have something prepared for, Mike. Um, Bandcamp. You probably have 75,000 crazy band stories being a tour manager for all these nutty bands. Uh-huh. And you've played in bands as well, have, so you yeah. probably, you guys might both have. What's a Bandcamp story for you guys? Uh, you want to go first? Or yeah. You, yeah. Uh, first one that comes to mind is just kind of a crazy story. The band I was in, this was like eight, ten years ago. We had this f- terrible fucking Winnebago. Like, the thing, we got it cheap, $3,500 based on the interior. Now it was under the hood. Uh, like, blue three alternators. Yep. The thing, like, if we were going uphill, sometimes it would go down to eight miles an hour on the freeway. <laughs> like, that bad. So we're driving up to San Luis Obispo from L.A., and we have to take the one because there's no hills. Uh, but there was a, it had rained a lot, so a lot of the roadway had washed out. So they divert you up Malibu Canyon, which is basically, like, se- I don't know, 10, 17 miles straight uphill. So... Bunch of guys are sleeping in the back. We make it about halfway up. Uh, my buddy and singer Tony is driving. All of a sudden, the whole thing just shuts off on a huge incline. Oh, and no. he goes, we lost brakes. Fucking bail. And I'm running out the side of the door, <laughs> running along, trying to open the side to let everyone out of the back, which is locked. Everyone's sleeping. I'm banging on the thing. Oh, it finally no. gets like up to the edge of a cliff, like big cliff. It's far. about to and go it, down. And he jockeys it into park, and the thing just like, like stops right there. And then we got out and had to set up a flare and that divert traffic. And we got towed down. To <laughs> Everyone's like freaking out. Like we didn't know what to do. Like terrified. Almost killed like all six of us. Oh my so we God. get towed to the bottom of the hill to like a flat part. And we're like, fuck it. We just kept driving and made our way up to <laughs> San Luis Obispo. That's but, the shit yeah. we always talk about is the yeah. crap that you don't like that people don't see what some oh, bands go horrifying. through to make oh. it to the show. And yeah. sometimes you go through all of that. Like I remember we talked about it. Like there's so many times that we've gone through. I don't think we've ever had something that scary, but we've had some pretty scary things that we've had to drive through with the dirty heads or just over fucking mountain ranges in the snow like all night to get to a show where there's like four people at it. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not and you're making like fifty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's but you get the free drinks and you're like and you fucking oh, party and you have tickets, a great time yeah. the whole time. And you enjoy the fuck out of yourself. I remember driving. Funny thing is I shared a band camp several episodes back. People can find it, but it was a very similar story. My band brakes went out coming down from Lake Tahoe, the mountain, and we had to pull over parking brake, drag it into the side, got towed down, but we were at least going head first. I can only imagine backwards. You're in a Winnebago horrifying shit. That's terrifying. That is, I don't even know what that's about. You know, like every, the whole thing just shut off and it is, Free fall. Horrifying shit. I have anxiety thinking about that. There's my CBD. With, oh, <laughs> yeah. how do you do it, Daddy? Uh, I don't know. It's just such a realistic <laughs> sound accurate, effect. Dude. It's such a realistic sound effect. Thanks, yeah, man. no, he's great at it. I mean, the dirty heads have gotten. You guys got hit. I remember seeing something. Oh, we got. Uh, no, Your we got rear got all yeah. fucked up. Yeah, we yeah. got rear-ended. Um, the trailer fucking scared the shit out of me. Our lives, that. but uh, it was. This was a long time ago. This was Van Days. Like, I think this was like right when Lay Me Down hit. 
and Rome was so Rome was on tour with us and he was sleeping in the back of the van too so it's like if like if that trailer wasn't there he was dead cuz we were like dead stop traffic on the freeway and an old lady just didn't even stop oh, just snap. right into the trailer no brakes nothing Oof. just wham and like and i remember i was driving and you know it was like boom and it it was like a nice nudge you know like we rocked forward enough to where we knew like holy shit did someone just hit us but man that trailer cuz you know there's that gap of like yeah. you know a few yeah, feet yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, that gap was gone the trailer oh. was now oh. touching the van oh. and the van like kind of got a little messed up but not much and rome was right on the oh, other no, side, sleeping yeah. there. Yeah, like, and there's only like a couple oh, inches he would have been between. Smashed. Oh, yeah. He was saved by the merch. Saved by the Elegant. fucking merch and shit. You know, yeah. you know uh, last summer tour on Sublime with Rome, Rome's um, Rome's bus got sideswiped on the Oof. freeway. Oh shit! God yeah. has his fear. Thankfully, like it was just like I, I can't remember the circumstances. The bus driver told me, but he was so fucking furious that he couldn't really. Uh, put it into words what had happened but essentially I think I think he was just cruising down the highway and someone had tried to like like turn in and didn't even see a f- and it was at the back end of the bus too and didn't see the bus and just fucking went poof, right into the side of it and like the, the we couldn't stop and get it repaired so that the bus had a dent oh, in one of the bay doors going. like yeah Rome thankfully I think they slept through it they didn't even feel it wow which is really the bus thing. is a funky thing to sleep in too because it's you can sleep like a baby in a bus because mm-hmm. you're in this little cocoon but it takes you know there's also you know every dude when the driver hits the the little bumps on the side just and if it happens a few times in a night you're like do i go up yeah. there and ask if everything's okay and you hear every little rattle every little movement it's a mm-hmm. funky thing you feel like you are you're on like a torpedo just sailing yeah. through the nation you know yeah oh the bus yeah yeah but you can't complain about a bus. It's got no, cable. It's got TV. Oh, I'll never forget the first time the Dirty Heads got on a bus and I stepped into a bus. They're like, dude, we got a bus, you know, and I like walked into it. And I'm like, holy shit, this is a good way to tour. <laughs> Beds and TVs. What the fuck? It definitely made a big difference. Oh, yeah. man, it's a crazy cool thing. Uh, Bandcamp. So you say you have a, a Bandcamp as well, Jeff. Oh, no, I no, do. That oh, I'm Jeff. sorry, Mike. Yeah. yeah. So mine's a little different uh, in that... Uh, there's one night where we had a day off. I was on tour with Pepper, and um, this was before I was uh, responsible for anyone. So I, I actually let loose a little bit more than I, I do now. And um, we ended up going to a strip club, and I uh, had a girlfriend at the time, so it really wasn't that interesting to me. I just got completely wasted and like just drank free booze because I, I think they, they knew us. And we ended up <laughs> we ended up going back to the bus really late. We shut the place down. Um, but I didn't get any lap dances. I didn't get anything. I was like a completely good boy. But like I got back to the bus and I was completely shit faced, almost to the point of blackout. And um, I went to bed and got the urge because I was at a strip club all night and went to go rub one out <laughs> in my bunk, which this is a real thing that people do. I got do. the urge. He, uh, looked at, he looked at Duddy and I intently. He's I received the urge. Okay? And he, like, leaned his head down and looked up over his furrowed brow. Sorry. 
It was awesome. It was like a father, like this young is, man. Guys, I have the urge. <laughs> I received an urge, and I, uh, as a gentleman, I. <laughs> so awesome. As you do, you just you've got the the curtain closed. You're on tour for two months. It happens. People do it. It like you can't really like, you know, uh, stop it. Put in my earbuds. I'm, I'm like fully urged. I'm fully urged. I'm like looking at porn on my phone, which is just you know the fact that I'm admitting this now is just I'm rethinking this whole thing. Uh, gone too perfect. far. Uh, and I got my earbuds in. And, um, you know, doing the business and all of a sudden my curtain just flies open. Oh, in direct like, violation of bus curtain fucking oh, lies oh. open. And Kaleo looks at me and he goes, oh, Kaleo. He go, Kaleo looks at me, the guitar player of Pepper, he goes, you're being loud. Oh, <laughs> oh you were just aggressively, violently <laughs> going in there. for it. <laughs> so apparently like the whole time I was in there, I was like grunting. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Open up and tell he, us about your life. Come on. He, he, he like, he, he just looks at me. He goes, you're being loud. Oh, and I look God. back at him and apparently like deer in the headlights, like uh, fucking like, <gasps> you know, and I just look back and, and cause I have the earbuds still in and God knows it's still playing. I just again? go, I just go, I'm loud. <laughs> and he goes, yes. And he just closes the curtain. Fucking boner goes down. And I'm just uh. like. Oh God! Like, did that just happen? I just got oh. caught jerking off in my bunk. Like, worst nightmare <laughs> of all time. Yeah, and uh, oh, for fuck's sake! I just went back to sleep and woke up the next day in complete shame, and um, oh, that's hilarious. And continued on with the tour. And from then on, it became like a joke. Like, if you couldn't in the Pepper Camp, if like you couldn't hear something, or, or if I'd say something like in a reference, someone would be like, like, or if I asked them a question, like, hey, um. Do you want uh, uh, do you want more uh, guitar in your monitor? Something stupid like that. They go, I'm loud. So it was like oh, no. the, the inside joke just became like that. I'm loud. I'm loud. Yeah. Oh, fucking so, love, oh, love that. That's, Leo was uh, on the show too. I can't wait. Well, we'll see him again, and we'll we'll remind him of this love. Oh, he, next time I see him, I'm gonna be like, I'm loud, <laughs> and he'll like, get it immediately. What? Yeah, oh, he'll get it immediately. That's great. <laughs> that is uh, amazing. Brilliant. Perfect. One of my favorite of all time. I glad I got the urge. That. I was extremely uh, drunk. And I was I got the urge. As grown adults do, it's it's safe. Yeah. It's legal. It's fair. Oh, <laughs> you dude. just normally don't do it with a, a curtain separating you from your friends. Well, I, guess, I like first he goes, people do it. Yeah. People, people do, do it. it. Yeah, people right. do it. It's, uh, I'm not alone here, am I? Uh, <laughs> You guys are better, right? In the comments, everybody. Do yeah. you let you, me? Do you do that? Oh, for fuck's sake. We will now roll straight into Poopersville. Because yes. that's is, a natural segue this, from jerking off to Poopersville. Jerking off. And so here's some poo-poo stuff. You want to do this? You want to do it, Daddy? Do it. Give me the train track. Really? You want to Give me go the for train it? track, dude. Oh, man. Give me the train track. Sometimes we'll just do our drops live. And we don't... All aboard. Next up, Poopersville. Toot toot. All right. So <laughs> that, was, uh, that was exactly how we wanted that to be. Duddy, make sure you put the clap drop in there so it doesn't. Oh, I'll probably just You have a story that. where you shit yourself, right? Hopefully uh, it wasn't the same. You closed the curtain and shit yourself. Yeah, no. Same night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do I have a story? No, I have, I have a sh story about my son shitting himself. A son shitting. Yeah. All right. Well, And fuck. this was pretty recent. Okay. Um, it's really, you know what? It's not that good of a story, but whatever. I'll tell it anyway. <laughs> he, he essentially, uh, what a setup. he, 
all of a sudden he just like this is like two weeks ago he i have to poop out of nowhere he's standing on the couch watching tv like jumping around <laughs> and just like hops off and just runs about i have to poop and i'm like okay cool and he he's uh capable of pooping on his own the only thing is sometimes we have to help him wipe his butt so i go in there after after he he calls me he's like i'm done pooping dad and i and i go in there and um he's got his pants completely off and i'm like okay that's a little bit strange like you don't normally take your pants off, but whatever. And as soon as I'm done wiping his buddy, hops off and he, and like really secretively almost like just grabs his pants and just starts like shaking them off in the toilet. Oh, he tries oh. to just whoops the daisy. Oh, yeah, and I'm like droplets. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing. And, and I'm like, Redding, did you just? did you just crap in your pants? And he looks at me with just absolute shame, probably the shame that I have after telling that story, um, <laughs> and just goes, yeah, don't tell mama. Because <laughs> like, he I'm knows like, oh. like my, my wife is just going to be Don't tell mama. Furious. She's going to make fun of him and roast him? Uh, She's just going to be the ball buster? Uh, yeah, and when it comes to stupid shit like that, like he knew he had to poop. Well, apparently he didn't. Um, I was like, you need to go tell mom right now. And he ran into the into the uh, oh my god i just thought of a poop story oh. <laughs> of your own self of my own self oh. well that's cool we can roll right into it after this one okay so long story short at, at that point he just runs into my wife and she kind of loses it and and berates him for a split second and then he he's he's fine he doesn't get grounded or fucking getting put time out oh. um but i have a story where you and i and my current wife were out drinking one night and we all ended up at the at the beach okay and for some reason we were just <laughs> hanging out those nights sure we were yeah. just hanging out like on a lifeguard tower oh yes you yeah. remember now yeah and for whatever reason all of a sudden i had to just freaking let go <laughs> like and i just my wife and i were like barely dating like at this point and so the two of us um are hanging out up there with Jeff and I just all of a sudden I'm like I need need to leave and the closest bathroom is a public restroom and it's like three in the morning and they're closed of course because we're at the beach as always Jeff's house is like it's too far way too yeah. far there's no way I was <laughs> gonna, gonna make, make it, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so I actually went down underneath the lifeguard tower and just oh. dug a hole and just took a dump in the hole <laughs> and then covered it up like a cat and it was actually kind of nice because I could like hang from the the lifeguard tower. It was a different experience than you just you're used to, have, to. You have to have full trust of your friends. Full for that. trust. Yeah. And um, you could have filmed that, Jeff. Oh, I know. <laughs> Looking <Yeah>. back now. <laughs> yeah, he could have, and he didn't, thankfully. But um, that's yeah, funny. that's my one. <laughs> my one was uh, well. So I'm surfing. I'm like 12, 13 years old. You feel the rumble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wetsuit so, on. But same thing. I'm looking at the beach. I'm looking at the public restroom. I'm looking about paddling out further. I'm looking at the public restroom. I'm like, I can do this. Mm -hmm. So I get out. I just throw my board down on the berm, start sprinting, and I make it to like right there. <laughs> I'm like, and I just stop. I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. I just shit myself. Oh, <laughs> in the wetsuit. Oh, oh, yeah. Trunks or suit? Just poop. imagine me running and I'm full suit. And just in a stop full it. suit. Full yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, stop. fuck's sake. And just like, let it go. It was early in the morning. There weren't that many people around. I just like went to the public shower and just kind of stripped down butt naked real quick and got it all down the drain. <laughs> dude. Rinsed off and carried on. And I've oh. never said that before. No one knew that. Well, well, thank you so much. Nice, that's dude. what our show does yeah, to people. Yeah, they just want to let us know. It loosens them up. Open up. It loosens And isn't it funny about. 
because like I'm about to piss my pants right now, and and um, but we're almost wrapping up the show, so I'm holding it. But isn't it funny about how shitting or pissing yourself? It's like when you're you're almost fine, even though it starts to hurt. But when you mm. get in a 10, 15 foot proximity of the toilet, your body understands that yes. and just yeah, says, it's, "We're it's, happening now." It's shock. Your body, it's happening yeah. now. Yeah, and your if body you're loosens in, up and goes, "Oh, we made it." Yes, like, yeah. not yet. Like, not quite. Yeah. And if you're in a full suit, like if with if your there pants, was still you some can. Steps ah, that happen and eventually no. just it gave up. Dude, anyone oh, who surfed gave up and let go. <laughs> anyone who's had a cold water surf or lived near a beach and has surfed enough, dude, you have to shit in the full suit. And it's a it's a decision on do you just pull it halfway down, <laughs> yeah. do this in the water. I love that one. Oh. You almost made it. Almost. Damn. Almost. Well shit. Swap cast, dude. Yes. I think that's it. I think we did Swap it. cast. That was awesome. Yeah. We had we had Mike um, Sutherland, we had Jeff Neeson from another take. And this happened out of nowhere. We're both going to release this today for everybody, Friday. This was fucking fun. Anything you, you guys, guys want? Where me. can everybody find you? Give us your plugs on the way out. Uh, you can find another take um, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, on anywhere you can get podcasts, basically. Mm -hmm. Anothertake.net. Um, we also have an Instagram um, at Another Take Podcast. And then I am uh, on Instagram and Twitter at, um, at Mike Sutherland. My name is... M I K E S U T H E R L A N D. All right. Perfect. And then, I'm, yeah. So, I mean, you're all, all same what shit. Said, plus, I'm Jeff Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> there Neeson. you go. At Jeff Neeson. N I S E N. Nice. Yes. And Duddy. Right on. Well, thank you guys again for another episode. And as always, go to cutlessbrand.com, put in code DuddyB at checkout. You're going to get 15% off your order. And I didn't mention at the top, and I forgot, but I'm mentioning it now uh, on our Patreon page. We are doing something really cool right now. We are on the 4th of July. We are going to raffle off a brand new Ernie Ball Music Man guitar. Actually, Mike Glenn handed me that one right behind you there. This thing is an awesome guitar, guys. If you want a chance to win this amazing Ernie Ball Music Man Cutlass guitar, I play this same model on stage with me with the Dirty Heads. I, um, it's a great guitar, so go sign up for our Patreon page. Not only will you get this guitar, you're going to get a lot of bonus content. Uh, we do bonus episodes every week as well. So thank you guys again, and... Peace out. We did it.